wisdom And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you So, heads up if I just drop out today (laughs) If I'm just not here You can ask me My neck is once again exploded Things are coming full circle again Last night, let me tell you about my awesome How was your sleep? You have a good sleep last night? My sleep was okay. I slept on my stomach mostly. Huh? See, my neck was a little sore so before going to sleep. So, well, I woke up. I had a dream that my wife was driving somewhere, and I was stressed out. and must have cranked my neck in my sleep. So I woke up shooting, like, woke up neck shooting pain, like, all the way down spine, like, twitching out. So go Wait, to, you so did like, this in your sleep? Well, no, I in the sleep I was having a dream that I was sitting in the passenger seat and someone was and my wife was driving and it was stressing me. So you gave me yourself out. whiplash? Yeah. <laughs> Dream-induced whiplash? Yeah. So I jump up in bed, shooting pain, like get up, trying to walk it off. But was your neck destroyed before this? Yes. Oh, God. So it was much worse, though. Go to walk it off. Next thing I remember, she's like, she's waking me up again because I just dropped onto the floor. Out of the bed. I, don't know if I decided to go to sleep. Yeah, went to walk it off, and all of a sudden I was laying on the floor, just sprawled out, unable to move. <laughs> Can't get up. So that's that's good. That's a good sign. Either I just fell asleep walking and like collapsed, or just went down with neck injury. I think she's poisoning you, Brent. Yeah. We talked about life insurance. Remember <laughs> that makes everything interesting. Little neck whiplash, little dead on the floor. Well, the question to be asked, have you changed your uh, beneficiary from your parents' cat to your <laughs> wife? <laughs> maybe uh, yeah. yeah. Maybe you were sleeping and she knew you were relaxed and she wanted to like give you like a chiropractic neck adjustment because you'd be like, you know, maybe she just slipped a little and just trying to help, Brent. Just, she's just mm-hmm. trying to help. Then gave you a slip to your muscle relax it when you woke up. Boom, mm-hmm. on the floor. It's all for your best interest. Now, speaking of... Uh, there's so many, sorry, there's, there are so many good... I love chiropractors. <laughs> I found in this area, there's also a bunch of like Russian chiropractors that don't have licenses, but take care of people. They punch you. Yeah. Well, just on the cheap. You don't have much money, so go to the Russian unlicensed chiropractor. Underground <laughs> chiropractor. It's a TV series. People who take care people who take care of you fix you up if you have problems, but you don't want to go to a licensed person. You don't want to go to a fancy chiropractor. No, no. You want insurance? How much do they charge you? I don't know. Maybe it's just friendly. Go there for a drink. They just want people to. They want a drinking partner. Yeah. You drink some vodka. They snap your neck. Yeah. It'd be like all the doctors and stuff who have to drive taxi in the U.S. or. Whatever. These guys just stole it. So they can't do it here, but they still just want to crack. I think if you know any chiropractors, they would just enjoy cracking some necks. That is something that I think you just have an innate pleasure for, right? That's Everybody's yeah. built in with the, the pleasure of cracking other people's bones. How can you not enjoy that? Yeah. So once you lose that, that's got to be tough. So you just want to do it any way you can, even if it's out on the street for a quarter. <laughs> Chiropractic prostitution. I just want another crack. Just need my crack. 
if it was che- if it was cheap, 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 like if somebody on your corner cracked necks for a dollar a day, oh. would you use that service if you trust them? That's the trusting relationship you got to build. Yeah. So I think chiropractors could work different. Like, there's no need to charge thirty dollars, maybe for big things, but just for maintenance for every day, just to maintain after just after you get off the, the subway. Gym. Yeah, or just after you get off the subway on your way home, just stop in for 30 seconds. Nice. Get a feel and crack and $2, and there you go. Yeah, like busking chiropractors. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, that's pretty awesome. But chiropractic is kind of still witchcraft, so. No upkeep? Just a bench? Yeah, or even just on the wall. Like, just lay against the wall. There you go. Stand still. Don't move. Mm. Oh, my God. There's this guy. There's this... Oh, I totally forgot about this guy. Where I was like... I had a sore back once and I was like looking how to like crack your back into place because it wasn't really bad. And there's this guy that was like trying to show you how to crack your back in place and all he does is like run around a city and like hang from telephone poles in public without like telling... It's like his friend takes a camera and he like jumps up onto like street signs and hangs off them and like twists his back around while people are like standing at intersections waiting to cross. And he's like screaming at the camera how to break your back, basically. So, I think I think I think the the connecting theme is that you know chiropractic could just be all over your life as opposed to like a special appointment visit, mm-hmm. just incorporated everywhere. Busking chiropractor. How much would you pay for Carter for a, for a, Carter? Have you ever gone to a chiropractor? No, never. Yeah, we've talked about that, haven't we? Yeah, mostly just tune out when you guys are discussing the the, chi- the chiropractic arts. The arts. It's like a, it's like a degree in literature. Yeah, <laughs> philosophy degree. Hmm. Chiropractory. So what did you, what what did you do in? Uh, I heard you got Crosby neck now. Me? No, Brent. Oh. Yeah. Did you take a dive? So. No, I don't want to talk about. Not, you won't, you don't won't, want. You won't talk about your. Do, your oh, soccer. you tell me. This is okay. Your embellishment oh. on the air. Well, still hurt. This was playing some rec league old man <laughs> hockey yesterday. <laughs> Makes it even. Better. And it, was, it was a close game. It was a close game. Playoff implications. And now so, at this point, you already have Crosby neck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my neck was already screwed. Yeah, I was on some painkillers before this, but good had to go anyways. So of course, why not play hockey with your neck destroyed? So we were penalty killing, and puck went into the far corner, chased it across the ice, and some younger, fast kid is chasing me down. Damn youngins! And I was sick of penalty killing, so he pushed me a little bit from behind in the numbers from behind, which you just don't do, right, Carter? No. No, that's wrong. Absolutely so, not. To teach him a lesson, I just went flying headfirst into the board. <laughs> and drew a penalty, and then it evened out. Is there even body contact allowed in your league? Or? No, so I so think it was fine. I was t- yeah, so. And then what happened? Five-minute major, man. What happened? Well, you got a penalty. And you? I was sort of hurt, but kept going. Your team? Won the game. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that matters. Yeah. Doesn't matter this if you break your neck. This there's isn't some, the there's first some, time. There's some Russian hobo outside that's going to fix your neck for you after <laughs> anyway. Good thing. Yeah, there was a lot of angry people, though. A lot of angry old guys. Angry at you? 
at the or kid. Angry at the kid for hitting. Yeah. Oh, you just don't, don't do that. I wasn't. It's just a game. This is just for fun. What are you doing, man? It's funny too. Like when you play, when we play like our uh, pickup basketball game every year uh, over Christmas, when it's like the young guys versus the old guys, and the young guys are like running really hard and like trying, you know, like you play with a bunch of guys who are like you know forty or something, and the young kids are trying to like run them in circles and stuff. It takes about like five minutes for the game to balance out. It's like okay, you come in, you come into the paint one second here, kid. And you're going to be, like, in a back brace if you try it again. The big old guys just, like, kind of lay down a lesson right off the start. And that's kind of what you did to this kid. Except it was at the end of the game. And you faked it. And you won. Yeah. Well, I don't know what I faked. There was still well, a lot of... Pulled a soccer move. Well, his yeah, push went into a, wall, into a wall. His push went in the like wrestling, hurling into the... Uh into the boards on its own, right? So yeah, I guess it's, you're right. It's probably like wrestling. It is like wrestling. There's real pain, there's real pain involved. You faked it, but it hurt. So you yeah. still took something. Hmm. Do people ever stage fights in hockey? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. They, in, they uh, all... wa- watching some preseason in the NHL this year. Like, you know, guys trying to make the team. So oh, I'm they... talking like fake fights, though. I know, but uh, like they're probably like, dude... You you need to make your team and I need to make mine. Let's make a fight look yeah. really good so we can make the team as a fighter tough guy. <laughs> oh, so you know, it's in beneficial for both those guys. So they're just you know fake fighting. See, I think it'd be fun to have a fake fight during the All Star game where someone like pulls out an elbow drop, but it's all a joke in like good fun. Maybe I've nobody knows it yeah. at the time. I've considered that What's too. That? People would get upset, would cry. What if they took like a, a trash game? can and like smashed a guy over the head with it? Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. That'd be I'd really funny if it was all a joke and like it was just like I don't know. I could be smart. Mm-hmm. Be a comment. Anyway, so you have a broken neck. Yeah, Crosby neck, Manning neck. I think it's more Manning neck. It's on the side. <laughs> are your arms? Crosby's numb? just a mystery. Mm. No, just my legs are still numb. Okay. Actually, my arms have been numb quite a bit lately. Remember I told you about my restless arms? Yeah, you do have restless arms. Which I think is just from caffeine, though. <laughs> but yeah, I can't sleep ever anymore because my arms are always half numb, half asleep. That's so terrifying. <laughs> I remember you're like, yeah, don't you ever get that where your arms just go numb? It's like, actually, no. I. Carter, what about you? Like, dream-wise? We talked about my dreams. No, but do you ever have numb arms when you're trying to sleep? Oh, jeez, there was about two weeks. About two weeks ago. It was, like, the worst opportunity time ever. So we just got back from Disney World, and we bought Janelle's brother a custom baseball bat. So it was in the closet. A baseball bat? What, is he, six? (laughs) To come with a bubblegum stick? (laughs) Anyway. So our dog occasionally barks outside yeah, like or on at, the when she sees somebody and so this one time though she just flipped out saturday night and just started screaming out the door and running around and it was really scary because she's never acted like that in, in the year that we've had her so we thought someone was outside you know someone was gonna break in the way she was acting is insane and so well, then like, that would just be fun if they did two dogs <laughs> would like rip off their face yeah and you have a baseball bat yeah so here's the thing so you know or I'm like, well, time for bed. It's like, don't worry. 
if somebody breaks in the house, we have the baseball bat right in the closet. So I'm sleeping, and in the middle of the night, I wake up, and you know how sometimes, like, you're, you slept on your arm, and you can't move it at all for, like, oh, a good two minutes? Different. Yep. So I get out, so I wake up in the bed, and my arm is just, like, my arms are completely dead. So you have a whole so, invasion, but your arms are numb? So, could you imagine? So the guy just gang rapes you. <laughs> Janelle would be like, Carter. It's like two minutes. Oh, his arms are numb. I've only got a few seconds. <laughs> Carter, grab the bat. I can't. I can't do it. Carter, grab arms. the bat. My arm is sore. And be like, oh, God, I got to do everything around here. Have either of you ever slept with a weapon? No. Brent? Well, yeah, but that doesn't really count. Okay, have you ever slept with a weapon in fear of your own life? Carter, are you baking like, cookies? Yes, I'm just taking the pans out of the <laughs> oven here. So... <laughs> Put your arms wet numb and you drop it. Yes. No, have you ever slept with a weapon to defend yourself? No. No. I have. <laughs> One time I, I ended out at in math a math camp, I, I'm I guessing. know, no, I ended out in a cabin in the bush with two of my not real friends, but two people I know that are maybe the craziest alcoholics I'd ever met. And one of them <laughs> wanted me to drink and I wouldn't, so he was gonna chop me up and throw me in the fire. So I had to sleep. In a sleeping bag in a separate room in like freezing cold with a knife because I thought he was going to come and kill me. It was a fun night. I left early in the morning to say the least. You find yourself in a lot of weird situations. Yep. Slept with a knife, trips. feared for my life. It was a good time. But I had yeah. a pretty good idea that if he was that drunk, I could probably kill him before he killed me. So <laughs> I was pretty confident. Drunk with a knife. That reminds me of another, another dog story of the week. That same dog, the crazy, the dumb dog. Decided. So this is like dog story of the minute. Yeah. So Janelle's in bed. The dog decides to be like a pirate. Gets a knife off the counter. And it's and it's you know teeth. It runs into the bed to go give Janelle kisses <laughs> with a steak knife. The dog in its runs mouth. into. <laughs> That's that just twisted. Been, that could have been bad. It's just like look at me. I'm a pirate. That's just, like some Carver just, stuff. I know, like, could have killed the other dog. Or your arms are numb. It's like house. mauling your face. Oh, I can't beat do anything. Do- beat the dog off me, Carter. Me can't. No, what if it was giving you kisses and you just couldn't move? <laughs> and just gorge your that, face. That is some Carver stuff off Nevtog. Yeah, that puts you to sleep. You know what else that guy does to people, too? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, so, so other animal story of the week is my, my, my fatter cat is on a diet, okay? That's gonna but it's work. not working. It's not working out at all. Okay, that's eating. that's the nonsense part of an animal on a diet. Is what? It's not working. How does it not work? Well, it's you not just working don't because eat it. desperation has set in. So what does it do? It opened up. I can. I'm going to put the picture on the blog. But it opened up the cabinet where the food is kept. Hauled out the 20 kilogram bag. Cut a hole in it. Went inside it and had an all-you-can-eat buffet. And so Janelle woke up, and he was not responsive inside the bag. He was just passed out. Your with cat was comatose inside a bag of cat food. <laughs> she had to poke him. Wibs, wake up. And then I, I'm there now. And then you just hear him, like, wake up. And then he just starts munching back again. Your cat passed out. Your cat is such a pig. So I'm gonna, I took a picture of him in, half inside the, the cat food bag. Did you talk it down? It did blog. you like? Did you belittle it and bully it? <laughs> no, that might work. Just ridicule. Get a mirror and make it look at itself. <laughs> so the next night, we uh, 
we we locked up that cat food and we're like well no problems here anymore and then um janelle had just gone grocery shopping so she bought two loaves of bread and uh you know those like cheese giant fancy buns bought five of those so not everything fit in the bread basket and this is all about like 10 feet off the ground where your cat ripped it apart so in the morning i see the dogs behind the table like eating something i'm like what's going on it's the cat ripped open the bag of buns ate like one and a half of them and the dogs finished off the other two that's just teamwork yeah now they're just working against you and then he will lick residue off dirty um dirty dishes and he so he broke a few dishes so i'm thinking you know it's just in best interest if we just feed him and let him get fat because he's actually your cat is just a pig I think yes. Your cat is. is the equivalent of the lady that eats herself into a couch. <laughs> Pretty much. She just glues her body into the couch eventually. <laughs> then has to, the entire couch has to be lifted out with the forklift and surgery has yeah, to Yeah, I know what I do. I, yeah, that cat no. No. <laughs> that would be dumb. So so it's going to go back on its regular feeding schedule, I think. Just so desperation just, just goes away. <laughs> That's disgusting. Just determination. Give it some. Give it some props. Oh, fat termination. Yeah. <laughs> you, you let your animals run your life. Not everyone does, though. <laughs> you, you lay down the law a bit better, there, Brent. No, I think Brent's talking about something else. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> so, Carter, tell us about the article first. The article first is, I haven't read it in a few weeks. What's the gist of it, though? The gist of it is, everyone knows that pregnant women should not scoop litter, right? Because uh, there's some protozoans contained in cat feces that affects the uh, brain development of the unborn child. So that's just a known fact. But now some researchers are uh, finding that the protozoan can affect regular humans. And it does uh, what? It makes them do what? It uh, has uh, some mind control capabilities, like yeah. some uh, some when mat- when mice were exposed to the protozoan, they uh, did things that were not typical of mice. Like mice normally run away from cats. Well, in this case, they would sort of let the cats eat them because when you think about it, that ensures the protozoans survival like, surviving. Because so basically, a parasite is, or something yeah. takes over your brain and makes you love cats. Yeah, because it feeds the cat, and then which they is exactly what happened cat. to both of you. Anyway. <laughs> Now, so that's what the article's about. So my friend knows that I hate cats, and she sent me this article, which was great. But then, so the the article is called How Your Cat is Making You Crazy. It's in The Atlantic. Yeah, it's legit. It's in The Economist, and The Atlantic is not just like the National Enquirer. But what really, really caught my attention after was reading some of the comments, and we came across a character. Now, should we say his name? Yeah. His name is Woodsman001. God, he's coming to get us. Now, the reason I'm skeptical about saying Woodsman001's name is because, Brent, you found his, what's it called? Uh, His photo bucket account. His photo bucket account. It has a large collection of handguns with such shots as looking down the barrel of the handgun. And rifles. He's got everything. Rifles, pistols. Um... I think I saw some knives, hunting knives in there, too. And when he measures his guns, he measures them with a ruler from the D.A.R.E. program. What's D.A.R.E. stand for? Dads Against Rifle Enforcement? No, it's like the drug, anti-drug program, right? All those kids walk around with like a D.A.R.E. t-shirt. 
Okay. That you get in grade six when you promise you'll never do drugs until you start smoking pot in the backyard next year. <laughs> anyway, so this man has a nice collection of guns. Now, he's talking about how cats, like, he hates this man. This basic, basically, Woodsman 001's entire life, for the last 15 years of his life, has been to what he eradicate. calls cat eradication on his property. Well, what does he live like in the city? A little, a little plot of land. No, I think he lives in Texas, right on a farm. How big is his land? Well, we'll get into this oh, now. Okay. So, so basically, what he's doing in this article is talking about how he has to eradicate cats from his land, and people are like, kind of like, "What are you talking about?" And then somebody finally just says, "Okay, I want to hear how you went about cat eradication." Okay, now. If you're gonna, if this first of all, he says there's no easy answer to your question. This was a 15-year project, only finally resolved in the last year by using a 22. Well, of course, of course, he resorts to guns. But Brent, he didn't try to use guns at the start. What what was his first technique? This is, I, stra- I stayed in the dark for this mostly. Well, his first technique... Introducing wanna, uh, hear, natural predators, right wasn't now. it? Before, before he decides to shoot all the cats, he tries to repopulate his farm with natural predators. Like owls and... Yes, he wants owls and falcons and like... So what does he do? He tries to replenish the local predators' numbers. And he spent eight years doing this. Right. He spent Coyotes. eight years feeding predatory species that would kill the cats. But he started observing their behavior, and he realized that they were all scared of the cats. But he he chalked it up to, he said, any bold colored pattern on an animal is understood throughout nature as having some sort of dangerous or toxic toxic defense mechanism. Like a monarch butterfly. So to avoid it at all costs. So no predators would go near the cats. So the cats just kept living. So what did he do? He also started to raise native mice. To help repopulate the prey species. And then he would go around telling all of his neighbors to stop releasing any stray cats that they had. Because they would all end up on his land, apparently. So this guy apparently just got bombarded by, bombarded by hundreds of cats from his neighbors. So he went around and told all of his cat friends, please don't put any cats out into the wild because they all come to my land and I'm going to shoot them. Now this is where it gets good. His land is densely wooded with lots of underbrush. It takes about four to six hours to traverse the perimeter on foot. By going out twice a day on cat patrol and monitoring my yard at night with an infrared surveillance system, <laughs> I, was effectively to get ri- I was effectively able to get rid of every cat in about two hunting seasons at the end of a 15-year project. So this no. guy went on cat patrol four to six hours twice a day and used an infrared surveillance system. I want to know more about that. Does he like have a Jurassic Park computer, you know, like a monitoring system in like his basement or something? And he's like, camera, sector two, camera seven. There's a cat. There's a cat. It's just like landmines. <laughs> he could have like detonators to just blow up. Yeah. So to further ensure I got every last one of them, I also baited the sides of my road out front in my driveway in the back of the woods with sardine and tuna oils. So not only did he get all the cats on his lad, he drew out perimeter cats from his neighbors. Heads on sticks. Effectively turning my land and home into a 100% fatal cat trap. (laughs) And 47 people like this. 
Do you like that? No. Did you put I like, don't like cats, up? but that is sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I got into the part about him his burying strategies. You got to go deep. Is that what he says? Yeah, you can't just bury them because they're diseased. So when you bury these things, they got to go deep underground. So you can't affect the plant life yeah. and all that yeah. stuff. No, I say we. I say what we do is we put his theory to test how these cats take over your lives and alter your minds. I say we find Woodsman's one hundred one or zero zero one himself. We suck him in somewhere. We trap him. And then we just put him in a room with hundreds of cats for about 10 years and see if he turns into a cat lover. Wouldn't that be the ultimate test of this theory? He probably had, Trevor, this guy is prepared. He has a cyanide pill in the back of his mouth (laughs) ready to go. He definitely (laughs) does. But if you could turn this man into a cat cat lover, then there must be like cat disease. It is true, yeah. So I think he deserves, I think if he really wants to prove that this is a real affliction... He should subject himself to cat He has to sacrifice to himself to cat love. That's only fair, right? Only fair. He's going to be the ultimate case study. Now we just have to capture him somehow by avoiding... There's no way to capture this man. No, you have to... I think it's like, well, wasn't Predator's uh, vision infrared or heat signature? So we just got to douse ourselves in cold mud and get onto his Yeah, property. this guy could be the Predator. <laughs> By using infrared surveillance, also known as my eyes, <laughs> I walked around and hunted cats. Yeah, this guy's the predator. Well, it could be. Didn't Alf, the cart, like the the '80s sitcom guy, he ate cats, right? Did he have infrared? So it's like a it's like, sort of predator like a elf. predator. It's predator elf. Elf, it's with elf an with a predator with tood. <laughs> but he doesn't just. This isn't just a one-time thing of him playing this off as a. It's not just somebody it's joking around. It's not just around. one joke. I looked if at his post history. If you go search for Woodsman 001 yourself, you'll find dozens of accounts and different On websites different websites and everything. Yeah. He trolled towards anti On the Democratic Underground, he's been banned. But he's been banished from Democratic of, yeah. Underground. The response to one of his things is still there. But did, okay, so was he banished because of his political views? I think it was because his comments on cat. Um, <laughs> On a cats-related story. But the response to it is just, it is cruel to throw cats off a bridge. I'm sorry. <laughs> the response is there. You don't know what he said, but I think you can fill it in. You can fill in what he did to a cat. But what was the article he was responding to? There was all sorts. I don't but know. Was it that, the one like a senator that... got put in jail for something? Or... Oh, there, uh, yeah, a pastor in Texas got put in jail for cat abuse. <laughs> and Woodsman did not like that. No. People should not throw cats yeah. off bridges, Woods, but you know, <laughs> your comment has been bad. That's making me think how legitimate it is now, because the real woodsman wouldn't throw a cat into a, into a, like a water source, you know, just infect everything, yeah, like the can't. local fishing pos- stocks. This man has gone rogue. He's gone rogue. Mm-hmm. We got to track him down. Go get that cool mud. Did you guys ever get... Did either of you ever have tubes in your ears? Do you know what that is? Yeah, I know what that is. Brent, did you? No. Is it just drain pre- to drain liquid or pressure or something? Well, it's because like your ear cannot like your, your inner ear is a bit kinked, right? So like so it, it straightens it out. Yeah. So you jam a piece of tube in there, and it like grow your ear grows around it and it straightens it out. Mm. So yeah, anyway, do they remove the 
When I was a kid, two? I got three sets of them because they kept popping out, which is, I guess, kind of normal. Three is a little bit extreme, but I had three sets of tubes. I remember once they popped out while I was on the tractor out in the middle of the field. It was pretty exciting, actually. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a cool feeling when they pop out of your head because they literally like grow out of your head and they like pop out. But anyway, so I used to have really bad fevers when I was a kid because I'd almost die all the time because of my ear infections. And this is before they realized that when you have a really bad fever, the, what you shouldn't do is throw a child into a bath full of ice. Back in the day, they thought that was just okay. So I'd, I'd basically start having seizures because my body would be like freaking out. So I'd just like convulse in a tub for about a half an hour. <laughs> really healthy. So I had nightmares. I still have like ice bath nightmares to tell you the truth, but... Since, since Brett mentioned last week that I just decided I was going to start running a marathon, basically, out of the blue. Just decided one day, so I went and ran 10 miles just to see how that felt. So I've reintroduced myself to ice baths. Have you guys ever taken an ice bath? No. Brent? No. You should try it. Nope. <laughs> you go through all the stages of grieving. You, like, put your foot in, and you're like, oh, no, I <laughs> can't can't do this and then you dip yourself in and you it's just cold waters or actually ice in the water uh, too? you just have to just turn on the cold tap until your your body like yeah you turn on the cold water and just let it run and fill up the tub you don't need to put ice in it trust okay. me not necessary when i was a kid they put ice in it though <laughs> thanks doctors but yeah and then you go in and you just start swearing and then you can't breathe because your body goes into like mild shock so your breathing gets all crazy and then your body starts going numb and you start to accept it. And then pretty soon you can't feel yourself. But if you ever do an ice bath, don't, be sure to use your arms when you get out of the tub. <laughs> don't try to stand up. The legs made, don't work. I made that mistake the other day. I just tried to get up. And I basically smashed myself into the tub because your legs don't work. Mm-hmm. So you basically have to hold yourself up. I thought maybe you guys had some ice bath experiences, but no. The, 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 I did the, just see some. I saw some LeBron James like post game pants. And what are his they? Ice, his ice pants are pretty impressive. They are just basically snow ice pl- pants. As, yeah, for being on a plane and getting your legs back. Just some like five foot wide hammer pants filled with ice. Like, That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Because the truth is, is that it's a miracle. Ice yeah. baths are a miracle. I mean, I can run 10 miles ever after not having, like, actually 10 miles. Like, I ran for an hour and 40 minutes straight after not running for two months. Well, then you have to step it up to a full marathon. That's too easy. Yeah, I know. Half so, marathon. Psh. So... <laughs> Yeah, I'm already warming up with half marathons. You know what I mean? So, uh, so yeah, I jumped in a tub of ice, and then, like, two days later, I could run again, no problem. Mm. Like, it's or, or after basketball, take an ice bath, just fill it up and, like, sit in it for 15 minutes till your legs are numb. Yeah, you have, like, no pain the next day. It's a miracle. It's, like, it is an actual miracle. If you ever have, like, leg soreness from, like, sports and stuff, it, it totally works. It just, like, freezes your legs, flushes all the lactic acid out of them. And reduces swelling, and then you're like a million bucks the next day. I used to play basketball and like not be able to like walk upstairs after a few days. And now it's like I seriously like my legs feel like ten years younger. So try ice baths, everyone. They're a miracle. No thanks. Nope. 
That was my cold. What's that? But they're going to be cold. Oh, they're so uncomfortable. (laughs) And you actually, your your lungs like go into shock. You can't breathe normal for like the first 30 seconds. Nice. So I could, and I've apparently like when you go for like a run, you're not supposed to have a cold shower because you can have a heart attack or something. Mm -hmm. You heard about this? So I'm pretty sure that's how I'm going to die some days in an ice bath. I'm going to have a severe heart attack in an ice bath. But that's a good way to go, right? It's going to be like Mr. Freeze, the Batman bad guy. <laughs> what happens to him? Now old Mr. Johnson had troubles of his own. He had a yellow cat who wouldn't leave his home. He tried and he tried to give the cat away. He gave it to a man going far, far away. But the cat came back the very next day. The cat came back. They thought he was a gunner, but the cat came back. He just couldn't stay away. Give me a meow, go. Now the man around the corner swore he'd kill the cat on sight. So he loaded up his shotgun with nails and dynamite. He waited and he waited for the cat to come around. Ninety-seven pieces of the man is all that they found.